This is the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for the week of December 15th, Wednesday, out of order. For the week of Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. I'm your host, Mark Chris Nez, and today I've got quite a few games to talk about, including The Gunk, White Shadows, Deer Simulator, your average everyday deer game, Let's Sing 2022, Aluna, Sentinel of the Shards, Six Souls, and Farming Simulator 22. Let's get right to it. Before I get to those games, though, I am now streaming Returnal over on Twitch. That is twitch.tv slash pxsausage. Started it yesterday, Tuesday, and I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I did a lengthy five-hour-plus stream and died a few times, beat the first two bosses, and I'm getting ready to check out the third area now. Now being later today. Uh, probably when you're hearing this, or maybe it was yesterday when I started, but whatever. All I want to say is Returnal is pretty damn good. It is pretty damn good. And when I say pretty damn good, I mean it is currently in my game of the year. If something crazy happens, maybe that'll change. But if it just keeps doing what it does, I'm in. I'm in. It is so good. It feels so good. And that's the key. That is the key. The story is fine. The mystery is kind of interesting. The overall vibe and tone and atmosphere and all that, great. Visuals, love it. But it is the gameplay that is king. It is the gameplay that has me wanting to play it every second of every day. It's what has me thinking about it when I'm not playing it. And I just want to play more of it. To those who think a third-person Contra game can't work, say hello to Returnal. It's fucking amazing. I love it so much, I can't wait to play more tonight. And I'll be sad when it's over. Though there's some daily challenge thing I was told about that I think... I don't know if I can do that when I'm on a current run or if that's something I do in between runs after a death or whatever. But I guess that helps with leveling up your character or something or whatever. Because it is a roguelike, as you may or may not know. Or roguelite, I guess, because you do get some permanent upgrades and stuff like that. And I think any game that has any kind of permanence is uh, in the light category. But Returnal is amazing. Game of the year. I would understand the frustrations of the lack of a save state thing. Because my current run is... I think over two hours. And uh, if I lost that, I'd be pretty damn pissed. If I, if I, I'll say that about the game. If I played it at launch and I lost two, three plus hours of progress because I was unable to save it or put it into a save state or anything like that, that would have made me immediately sour on the game and just put it away until they fixed it. So yes. I can understand that, and I, I wonder if the narrative around this game would have been different if that was never an issue. If the updates and fixes for that, the ability to put it into a save state, if that was there at launch, would the narrative be different? Would a lot more people have tried it out? Because I don't know how well the game did. And 
Would it be in more Game of the Year discussions? I don't know. I don't know because I don't know how many people have gone back to it after the updates, how many people purchase it post-updates. It's been on sale a few times. Like, It's just, it's a fantastic game. It is easily, I mean, I, I don't know what I've actually played that is of this current gen. It is easily my favorite game of the current gen of games. I haven't played Demon's Souls yet, the remake, but or butter <laughs> or but or uh Ratchet and Clank. There 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 are quite a few big games that I have yet to play, but I play some smaller stuff and yeah, just Returnal is fantastic. That's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. Returnal's amazing. I'm currently streaming it. If you want to watch me stream it, hop on over to Twitch. Anywho, I also Getting now to the games I mentioned at the top of the show that I'll be talking about today. I also streamed the first two or so hours of the gunk. I got a little, not lost, but I took my time at points. So I'd say maybe it's more so around somewhere between, depending on your pace, an hour to an hour and a half in. I basically streamed what I was allowed to stream on Monday which was up until this first tower that you clean the gunk from. And it's an okay game. It definitely has gone down opinion-wise, or my opinion has gone down on it after having played Returnal. Not that they're very similar in any way. They kind of have a a similar look to some of the environments, especially the, the first environment and the gunky area. But... The gunk doesn't make a strong first impression. It looks nice. The character designs are horrible. I hate them. They're not horrible, okay? They're not horrible. It's just that I didn't get this from the launch trailer. Not the launch trailer, but the reveal trailer. Because that was the only thing I saw of this game prior to playing it. And I, I probably just didn't even look at the character all that much. And just was like, oh, the world looks very pretty. And the world does look very pretty. However, the character design, you... But more so than you, your little lady buddy, they look like the puppets from Lazy Town. And it's really weird. It's distracting. I can't unsee it. And now that you know that, if you check out the gunk, which is going to be available on Game Pass and comes out tomorrow, I think. But um, just giving my impressions off that first little bit, I think... The game is fine. It controls well. It looks great. There is a satisfaction that comes from sucking up the gunk with your little hand vacuum, whatever. And when you do clear out the gunk from a space, from a little area, a patch of the gunk, it'll then revitalize. It'll come back to life. It'll get all green and all that jazz. That's satisfying. You're collecting resources that allow you to improve and upgrade your glove, which isn't a glove. It's just your fucking hand because you're an amputee. And there is a narrative. You got a story. But none of it is all that engaging or interesting or grabbing in any way. It's a decent chill game, but it's not really asking a lot of you. There's no challenge there. You will fight against enemies, but they're simple to deal with. 
You can shoot a little shot that takes a bit of time to recharge, maybe a second or two. And you can also grab smaller enemies and then throw them and they break up that way. But in that whole first area that I played, not a single thing happened that made me interested in what would follow. So I have no drive to keep playing it from that hour and a half or so that I put into the game. And now that I have the hooks of Returnal in me, which grabbed me right away, I have even less desire to go back to the gunk. So the gunk is well put together and is a solid game, I guess. I, I like It's not a bad game. It's just a boring one. And I'm not really in the mood for a boring game like it right now. But if you, if you like sucking up shit, then check out The Gunk. It's also, you know, on Game Pass. So if you are an Xbox player with Game Pass, it's literally free to try out for you when it comes out. But that's as much as I can say. I'm pretty sure that the review embargo doesn't lift until tomorrow. And even if it did, it doesn't matter because I have not touched the game since I streamed it. Because I've had no desire to do so. Then White Shadows is a Limbo-inspired side-scrolling platformer. Hit me if you've heard that before. And like the generic nature of that comparison or the common comparison that that is, White Shadows is just a whatever platformer. The platforming feels fine. Nothing wrong with the platforming or the controls or any of that. Looks all right. It's all black and white. And I think the black and white and slightly underexposed vibe to it, picture-wise. Colors are all a little washed out. Uh, or the black and white's a little bit washed out. That mass, some of the lacking artistic creativity to the world just because if something is in black and white, it already has this striking look to it that might let uh, other generic aspects of it disappear. But it's just like, it's fine, but it's doing nothing special. You're in this dystopian world. You're playing a little bird, girl, everyone's animals, I'm assuming. You have these pigs... That were getting smushed into things. It's like, oh, here, go get your thing or whatever. And just. It's just a game where immediately you feel like you've played a million different versions of this before, and you have. And this thing, this thing, White Shadows has nothing to stand out. Nothing. I played for an hour of going left and right, jumping, doing a puzzle here and there. And felt nothing the whole time. There is a content warning at the beginning of the game. So I, I want to make sure this is known. That mentions racism, cruelty to animals. I think violence towards women. Like there, there was a long list of things. And I should have written it down. But maybe it's available to find somewhere online. But like if you have 
an issue with stuff like that, if stuff can trigger you, probably also a, a good game to skip. But it was just pretty meh. Deer Simulator, your average everyday deer game, is in the same vein as stuff like Goat Simulator, except Goat Simulator, in comparison to Deer Simulator, seems like the most fucking polished game in the world. Goat Simulator, compared to Deer Simulator, seems like fucking The Last of Us Part Two. Deer Simulator is full of screen tearing and wonky controls that feel extra bad, a wonky camera, questionable performance at times. Like, it's just... It's just, I checked out almost immediately. I, I ran around the world for like 10 minutes, hated every single second of it, and I can't ever imagine going back, except for maybe a stream at some point if people make me play it. But like Deer Simulator made me appreciate Goat Simulator in a way I never thought I would. So there's that, I guess. No more... There's, there's nothing else worth talking about that game. Then Let's Sing 2022 is another Let's Sing game. I've dabbled with the series, and I just... Maybe with an actual USB mic, it would be a lot better. But I feel like using either your phone or a headset mic, you need to be pretty fucking loud for it to pick up your audio. And I was fiddling with some settings, but like that didn't do it like... It doesn't allow me to sing naturally. Don't like that. And then it's just a reminder that I don't know a lot of current songs. So I maybe know 25% of the songs, and those are all the songs that are old. So you have some pretty good older songs. You've got, uh, what is it, Back in Black by Amy Winehouse, Seven Nation Army. You've got A Whole New World from Aladdin, which is great. Love that. Everybody or whatever it is from the Backstreet Boys. Everybody. Backstreet's back. That one. That one's in there. There's Last Christmas, of course. Timely. Great. Wonderful. Don't like that song. I hate that song. One of my fucking least favorite Christmas songs. There's a few more. The weirdest one, though, and I appreciate that it's in there, is Butterfly by Crazy Town. You know that song. Come, my letter. Come, come, my letter. you my butterfly, sugar, baby. Fucking God, if you grew up with that song, this was a stupid fucking song. But, um, yeah. So there, there are some pretty good older songs for us oldies who aren't all hip and current with the music scenes. And some newer stuff that uh, I'm sure people do like. Some that I've heard, a few, because uh, I like Pink. So there's What About Us, good song, like Pink, pretty much like everything she does. There's some new Sia song that I've never heard, Bruno Mars song I've never heard. Some other stuff I've never heard, whatever. Like It's just, the, 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 the real problem though, is that I just think the, the mic situation, the audio picking up situation is not great. And the, the app that you use for it, Let's Sing Mic, it's got one star on the app store so that tells you what other people think of the, the app experience at the very least and then like i said using headset mic not good either and i just don't i think i have a usb mic somewhere but i don't know where it is so i'm gonna try that then a luna sentinel of shards 
is an action RPG in the vein of sure Diablo games like that, but the camera perspective and everything is more closer in, and is it it is much more in line with one of my favorite action RPG series of all time, the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance games, and also like Champions of Norath, those types of games. Or you could even compare it to the later arcadey Gauntlet games. So I was really, really, really excited for this game. Sadly, it feels like a mobile game ported to consoles. I don't know if that is the case, but it doesn't look that great. It seems like there's an over-sharpening filter across the entire game, so it doesn't look super hot. And then the performance seems a little choppy. It doesn't feel smooth. The, the thing is... And to me, this says everything about the game. Playing it and comparing it to the time I put into the barely done anything re-release of Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 1, Dark Alliance runs better, looks better, plays better. And that's a, what, 20-year-old game? Almost at this point, if not 20 years old? So, like... I don't... Unless you've played every other game like this, as much as you could possibly play all those games, like this is just, I appreciate what it's trying to do. I wish it was better, but it it doesn't, it just doesn't have any good quality in, in any respect that like makes up for its lacking qualities in other areas. It's, like, it's just it's just lacking in every area. I I think. The visual style could be nice, but it just, there's like this weird sharpening. Like it just, ugh. it's a bummer. That one's a, the bummer. That's the bummer of the, the, the show. I mean, the gunk's a bit of a bummer too, but Aluna, I was really, really excited for because I just, I love the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance game so much. I still hope they re release too. They don't have to do anything either, just re release it. It's fine. I don't mind. Six Souls is a 2D side-scrolling platformer from Rodalaka Games. $5 game. Same studio that's done other things like this. And you know what it is? It's a fine it's a fine 2D platformer. Get yourself some easy achievements. Jump feels good. Your basic abilities are a jump, a wall jump, of course. I mean, not of course, some games don't have wall jumps, but you can also grab onto walls and climb up them. You are limited by how much stamina you have, but it's a pretty generous amount of stamina. And then you have a sword and shield. I guess you're blocking technically with your sword. Your sword? <laughs> with your sword. So you can attack enemies, little like slimes and slugs and stuff like that, and also block a few incoming attacks. There are also skeletons. And what you're doing is you're a dude with a talking dog, and you constantly tell your dog to get in your backpack. They never, at this point from what I've played, come into play in any way. They're just there as part of the story, I guess. And you are going to this castle to get treasure, I guess. I don't remember why. I didn't care about the story. I think I can care about the story in this kind of game. I don't think so. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fine little platformer. One of one of simple little platform you can get through 
relatively quickly and get some easy achievements or trophies from, give Six Souls a shot. I think it's $5. Maybe it's not. It could be $8 or something like that. But it's a Rod Laka Games joint. There's no way it's $10. They do have $10 and plus games, but this is definitely not one of them. Definitely has the, the $5 vibe from them. Though I don't know at this point, like they usually launch 20% off at $4 for like two weeks. I don't know if we're still in that window. Last but not least, though, to end this show, wrap it up. Oh, my God, this year. I can't believe this year is almost over. I feel like the weight of the, of the year is just piling on. But uh, Farming Simulator 22. Farming Simulator 22. Guess what? It's a farming simulator game. Guess what? Looks a little prettier. It's a little less clunky. It introduces seasons, which is cool. I like that. That's cool. But it's just another farming simulator game. And if you've never enjoyed these games, this isn't going to change your mind. It doesn't drastically make the whole experience more inviting or more accessible. Again, it's, it's a little less clunky, but there's still clunk there. There's just, you know, jank there. But it's better. Looks better. Plays a bit better. But this is a case of, of, hey, do you like these types of games? Okay, you probably already have it, right? You probably already picked it up. Because if you like these types of games, why would you not pick it up? Unless you were waiting to hear if it was drastically different. And I can't tell you that way, one way or another, if it's drastically different. All I know is that seasons are the big introduction, I believe. And those are nice. But yeah, it's a farming simulator game. It's a chill game. Uh, unless you are a diehard fan of these types of games, just play it on the easiest challenge setting or whatever and just chill out. Farm. I think these games make more sense than stuff like Lawn Mowing Simulator where you're just mowing lawns because you can do the equivalent of that, sort of, you know, towing the fields or whatever. like, And you can do more stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I like it's enjoyable, but I think if you, if you want that type of chill thing, but more accessible, more cute, more inviting, more family-friendly, more kid-friendly than stuff like, what is that game? Farm Together? Farm Together is a great, great just chill farming game. If that's what you're looking for without any of the social aspects that you get in like Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon, Animal Crossing, if you just want the planting and watering and harvesting and that loop. If that loop is your thing, whew, farming together is great. I put a lot of time into that. And I put a lot of time into it post the point where I had all the achievements unlocked. Because I was just like, I like this. There's a seasonal thing. Like, farming together is great. Farming simulator, also good for what it is. But it is what it is. Nothing's changed there. You know if you like that or not. And that said, with that said, that will do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. I'm a little talked out just because the last week, last week that is, I finally went through the process of recording all my scripts and editing them all one after another. Not one after another. I, I would record them, then I would edit them. Instead of 
recording them all and then editing them all after that. And I knocked out 19 scripts. Was it 19 or 20? Either way, a lot of, lot of talking, a lot of editing, a lot of hearing myself. Kind of sick of myself right now. But uh, yeah, that will do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to see me streaming games like Returnal, which I'm streaming right now and it's fucking amazing. Fucking amazing, people. You can do that, though, over at twitch.tv slash PX Sausage. If you'd like to see the videos I make, like the ones I do for Attack the Backlog, there'll be one for Returnal at some point. That'll definitely be next year, though. But uh, if you'd like to check out those videos i just got the notification on my phone my first ever payment from twitch took six months but i am now a hundred dollars richer <laughs> thank you my handful of subs thank you for the prime sub but uh yeah that is youtube for the the videos youtube.com slash pixelated sausage speaking of pixelated sausage put a dot and a com after that dot and what do you got you got pixelated sausage.com and what is that that's my site if you go there you will find this podcast and attack the backlog both of which are available on podcast services across the globe you can also check out my art on the site and if you see something you like you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way as always thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this year episode and i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day a lovely rest of your week and a fantastic weekend Bye.